0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Good evening, friends. Great to be with you live. Father Frank Pavone here, Director of Priests for Life. And uh, boy, have I got a book for you tonight to recommend. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure some of you have this already. Dick Morris. The return, Trump's big 2024 comeback, the return that we are waiting for, that we are eager for, that Dick Morris says will happen, and he maps out why it will happen, how it will happen, and tells us what we need to do about it. I want to urge you tonight very simply to get this book. I just got my copy today. And I've been reading through it. I want to share some key thoughts from the book with you. And uh, we are going to continue talking about this for a while because, again, it's something that we are all very much uh, looking ahead to. But let me start, as usual, with our scripture. I want to go to Romans chapter 8, starting uh, in verse 10. <clears throat> if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. The Spirit is alive because of righteousness. If the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then the one who raised Christ from the dead will bring your mortal bodies to life also through his Spirit that dwells in you. Consequently, brothers, we are not debtors to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for a nation inspired with your spirit in which so many of your disciples live as citizens, in which so many of your disciples, empowered by that same spirit, work for change, and at this moment especially, work to save this country. Continue to inspire us with your Spirit. Give us life by the Spirit. Let us not follow the desires or deeds of the flesh and the factions and the selfishness, the disorder and the chaos that that life of sin brings, but rather, Lord, inspired, united, focused on what is true and good by that Spirit that you send upon us. May we save America. And make we may we make America great again. We pray in the name of the only Lord, the only savior, the only hope of humanity and of America, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, so Dick Morris, New York Times best-selling author, and a key advisor to President Trump, just came out with this book on the back. He says, you see the quote from President Trump, Dick Morris and I conferred regularly through the 2016 and 2020 campaigns. He helped me hone my message and aim it at the right audience. His father was my attorney, and he is my counselor, and I am grateful to them both. Now, the other great credential that we can point to among many for the author of this book. He mentions this at the outset. He wrote a book about how Trump could defeat Hillary Clinton, and it came out just in the early summer of 2016. It was called Armageddon, How Trump Can Defeat Hillary. And all his predictions came true about the white high school educated vote turning out for Trump and making all the difference and the Latinos defecting to him, Hillary being mired in scandals of her own making and unable to articulate a message. And so Dick concludes the introduction here by saying, so we know what we're talking about. It's called The Return, Trump's big 2024 comeback. Point number one that he emphasizes. The rules have changed. Everything we knew or thought we knew about American politics is now obsolete. The rules have changed. In the first part of the book, he looks at the 2020 election, and he says, look, there was massive turnout, and the massive new electorate has changed and needs to change the assumptions we have about how politics works. Let me put... uh, some of this in perspective here. We had a big jump in um, in participation. And, that is, and that's what we wanted, right? We're always constantly urging people to vote. The turnout in 2020 exceeded that of 2016 by almost 20%. Almost 20%. From 2000 to 2020... Voter turnout rose 51%, while the voting age population only went up by 21%. So we've got a whole new electorate. President Trump, of course, brought out many of these people in um, in 2016, and he brought out even more of them in 2020, the people that had been forgotten, the people who thought nobody was listening to them. And he was able to activate... Them. And Dick says, look, we've got to continue to focus on the people who support our positions. Okay. He says, here's the strategy turn them out. People who support our positions, but aren't motivated enough to get out and vote. People who took prosperity and jobs for granted, he says, and figured that Trump had it in the bag. No, he says, use early voting. Let's have election, even though, of course, as we know, President Trump mentions in his rallies, you know, voting on one day with paper ballots. But again, as Dick says, you know, the reality, the landscape, the rules have changed. So whatever is happening when you have states actually having early voting, whether you want to eventually move away from that or not, if we have it, get our people to turn out. And get them to turn out right away and get them to turn out in massive numbers that would override any, um, uh, any, any kind of, of uh, fraud or misbehavior or anything like that. Now, he does point out that uh, one of the key uh, goals has to be elect Republican secretaries of state. He has a whole chapter about that because we know uh, what happens when you have um, uh, the right kind of people or the wrong kind of people in that position. And then he talks about H.R. 1, which, of course, uh, uh, did not get through. But the Democrats wanted to federalize uh, the elections completely. But then he goes into uh, a chapter here. Donald Trump, one of our great presidents and um he points out here how he defied the establishment in time after time in every arena of our nation and he goes through and we have gone through on this program of uh, uh, the key accomplishments of president trump uh dick points out uh how uh, i take the pro-China lobby. Oh, don't, don't challenge China. And yet he did it. Highly effective trade sanctions. Um, the, uh, the establishment uh, wanting open borders and be soft about immigration. No, he insisted, President Trump did, that we keep illegal immigrants out. Uh, because if we have millions of people willing to work for very little, there's no way that the middle class can move up in wages. Um, The environmental establishment, he came against them, made America energy independent and energy dominant. Um, Look what he did with uh, the border, and uh, he tells the story frequently, doesn't he, uh, President Trump, about uh, uh, how he convinced the Mexican president to put 28,000 troops on the border. Oh, well, you know, we're just going to, you know... uh, put, put uh, tariffs on uh, all your cars coming into uh, the United States and so forth. Um, he knew that the diplomatic establishment was always pushing for the two-state solution in the Middle East, but President Trump knew that wouldn't accomplish anything. And so what did he do? He got the United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia to stop sus- subsidizing Hamas in return for our protection against our common enemy, Iran. What about the legal establishment? Look how he stood up uh, to them and uh, got those uh, Supreme Court justices uh, confirmed who hold and defend our values. And on and on it goes with various establishments uh, that uh, wanted to do things their own way. He was able to Uh, Oh, and not to mention the media, he was able to challenge these people and and win. Now, Dick asks, will Trump run, will Trump win? Yes and yes. In fact, early on in the book, he lays out what is uh, essentially the theme song here. Let me go back to that and uh, read it. He says, the Trump revolution cannot succeed without Trump. Will he run in 2024? You bet he will. Will he be the GOP nominee? Absolutely. Will he win the election? Yes. Now, what is his political um, power rooted in? How did he pull this off in 2016? And this is part of Dick's argument that only Trump can win. He mobilized two key groups of swing voters. They became part of the core constituency. Let me go over to the board. I want to help you um, get some of the key messages of this book by just writing them out here. And uh, the two key constituencies, right, and actually we mentioned them, uh, already, This is the title of the book, by the way, The Return. We're talking about the white, high school-educated voters. Okay. He brought them out. And the Hispanic American patriots. Now, he succeeded in appealing to these people, bringing them out, to vote their swing constituencies and his argument is who would be able who else would be able to do that again he understood them listened to what they had to say and made them into a political movement that swept the land Um, And we know some of the reasons and so forth to think that another American politician would be able to Do this to do so well with these previously neglected Constituencies would just be well dick says facile and wrong to believe And let me read a paragraph here that corresponds to something that I've often told you beyond the demographics President Trump's brand of straight talk stands out in welcome contrast to the restrained bureaucratic lingo of so many political figures whose speeches sound like diplomatic communiques, offending nobody and saying less. And you know what I think about when I hear that well-expressed phrase? I also think of so many religious leaders, so many clergy, so many pastors, so many bishops— speeches that sound like diplomatic communiques, offending nobody, and saying less. You know what? We don't need people like that in politics, and we certainly don't need them in church leadership either. Our our country is going to do much better, and our church is going to do much better if we get away from that kind of nonsense. Let me just point out a few other things from this book, a few other key points that I highlighted here, as I am making my way through it, uh, he has a chapter called A Kinder, Gentler Trump? Question mark? Okay, because you hear this. Well, you know, President Trump accomplished so much, and sure, we would love to, for him to do it again, but could he just tone it down a little bit? If he would just be a little kinder or gentler, or if we could find somebody else who is, you know, takes the same positions, has the same priorities, but is a little nicer. A kinder, gentler Trump question mark. Let me read a paragraph that summarizes Dick Morris's response. These folks don't get it. That his temperament and accomplishments are cause and effect if you modulate the temperament you won't get the accomplishments I say it this way only Trump is Trump listen to him tell the stories well the one we just told again about the Mexican troops on the border all right so we're just gonna we're just gonna sanction you like crazy. You don't give us those troops, all right, fine. Did the same thing with uh, the countries that didn't want to take back the uh, the violent gang members and criminals. Okay. well, you know, how much are we how much are we paying these countries? He asked his advisors, I tell them the payment is about to stop. The roughness, the steadfast, rough way of insisting on what is right, of assisting, insisting on a change, insisting on your own way? Well, he governed by intimidation, in the best sense of the term. In the best sense of the term, intimidation. He got his way, Dick says, with his own party, Congress, foreign leaders, and even the media, by threats, loud complaints, accusations, and bullying. And again, I don't think in a bad way, you know, he, he, you've heard him answer this question. When people have asked him directly, oh, don't you think you ought to be nicer? And he says, look, when you were attacked the way that I am attacked, and I am only being attacked because they're attacking you, when your values, when your party, when your positions, when your efforts, when your patriotism, when your leadership is under the kind of attack, and we have not ever seen this. With any other president of these United States. He says, unless you fight back vigorously, and I would add, using Dick's words here, unless you intimidate, you're just going to get destroyed and you're not going to be able to accomplish anything for anybody. Now, he talks about the midterms, okay, the need to win back Congress, and as is currently understood, You know, it's pretty clear that we're going to take back the House. We work hard for every single race. We don't take anything for granted. But looking at the political waves, you see that taking back the House is very, very, very likely. So the Senate is always a little bit different. Because in the Senate, it's more a question of the dynamics of the individual races. Taking back the House is more of a question of the overall dynamics sweeping the country the number of people, for example, who disapprove of Biden, the number of people who think the country is on the wrong track, etc. The Democrats have been digging their own political grave here. And as uh, Dick uh, um, quotes a friend of his, Doug DiPiero, quote, the Democrats are lending credibility to stupidity. That's exactly what they're doing. Never has there been a Congress, he says, that has voted more frequently or more flagrantly ignored public opinion in its votes. Okay, so here let me just, uh, we don't have a lot of time here, but his um, message to us, a strategic message about winning this next presidential election. He talks about the three key issues and then the three things we need to do in the face of those issues. And then he shows why only President Trump can do it. Inflation, as we all know. Not going away as a problem, not going away as an issue. Outlines that, obviously, immigration. And crime. And we all know what the Democrats are doing uh, here. By the way, I was just uh, involved in a um, a strategic meeting today with uh, leaders, and we were looking at some polling in regard to the abortion issue, which I work on full time, and which, of course, has been uh, reignited in many ways with the reversal of Roe versus Wade. And what we've seen vis-a-vis the elections, is that when you ask voters uh, what are the most important issues for you, the um, matter of abortion, which is often low on on the list, uh, although the portion of the electorate that is concerned about that as a voting issue votes more pro-life than pro-abortion, that issue of abortion has come up higher on the list. But I think this is a, a... result of the immediate reaction and all the exposure that the issue has gotten, but it does not overcome the concerns about uh, the economy and the dif- difficulties that we're facing uh, on these fronts here as Dick, Ish- uh, Dan Dick, of course, published this book before the, before the reversal of Roe, uh, but nevertheless, this still applies. These three big issues, what do you have to do to frame your message and he mentions three things fault whose fault is it number se- number two we will do better and number three your opponent won't change. Don't think you're going to get the political opponent to suddenly embrace your values, your issues, your positions, uh, your preferred direction for the country. Now, he goes through the reasons why, you know, this was not done in regard to the re-election of Obama, but it can easily be done in regard to Biden slash the Democrats, whoever they happen to put up there, there is no question that these issues, these problems we're dealing with are Biden's fault. You just see how well we were doing under President Trump and how things dramatically changed. Uh, The record is very, very clear. Secondly, uh, would Trump do better? And here's a, a, a key Let me just pause on this point here, the key point that that Dick Morris makes in this book. Trump is a combination of incumbent and challenger, right? Because he's held office. He had a four-year term. Incumbent and challenger, he brings the best of both worlds. You can have another candidate who shares the positions that President Trump takes. But the question you've got to answer for the voters is, will he be able to do better? Will he be able to pull it off? Will he be able to save this country? Will he be able to bring us on these issues to where we need to be? And President Trump's answer is, of course I can, because I already did. And that is why only Trump is Trump. I already did. The record is clear. The record is there. And as far as the opponent not changing his stripes or changing his spots, well, look at how Biden is simply beholden to the radical left that has captured the Democrat Party. You think they're going to get away with letting him change, even if he wanted to? Or even if he has certain convictions that don't go as far as what the radical fringe wants, no way. So this is in in a nutshell the strategy. Let me go back to to my chair here and uh, wrap this up in the short time that we uh, that we have, uh, friends. Um, it's an excellent book. In the uh, in the third part of the book, he goes through. Um, the um, the unrecognizable America uh, delving into certain key issues uh, that we all are talking about and have to talk about during the election. Again, the book is The Return, Trump's Big Comeback, Big 2024 Comeback by Dick Morris. Now, I know that many of you have asked me before and will certainly ask me tonight and have asked me again about our great governor here in uh, Florida, Ron DeSantis, you know, he's the only one who um, can be regarded as a second and not even close second, but as a substantial second to uh, President Trump when people are asked, you know, who do you prefer to be the Republican nominee? But you know what, what Dick's prediction here is in, uh, I mean, listen, I am completely in agreement with all of you who uh love governor DeSantis. I'm a, I'm a resident here in Florida. I know. And we are let me tell you on the same page. He's America's governor and uh, he is absolutely would be an absolutely great president. Uh and uh we're behind him uh you know 10,000% uh working for his reelection of course as governor of Florida which uh, You know, I don't think he's going to have any problem pulling off. Um, But what Dick says here is he he doesn't even think that President Trump is going to have uh, a challenge here in getting the nomination. It'll be more like acclamation. And I I certainly don't see uh, Governor DeSantis as wanting to uh, create a division. I think, uh, you know, I mean, these two men have... um, a really great uh, relationship, as far as I'm aware, and as far as I've heard either of them say. And, uh, you know, I think that um, who knows what it's too early to try to figure out or speculate about a a running mate uh, for for President Trump. Uh, Let's deal with that after the midterms and after the president's announcement, uh, a formal announcement about him running. But you know uh this is you know and nobody else uh, uh you know comes close to uh get having a, a kind of a base of support that governor DeSantis has gotten across the country uh so i wanted to share with this i was so excited about this book i wanted to share this with you right away i hope you get it read it and then we'll discuss it more and uh, who knows maybe we can even have dick come on the program and uh, Uh, Have the author himself discuss it. Let's pray father. We 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 thank you for Dick Morris and for the help that he and his father have given to uh, President Trump and his family His campaign his presidency and now uh, Lord as we look forward to uh, uh, Yet his uh, his third campaign uh, for the presidency. We thank you for uh, this book we thank you for all those who have advised and continue to advise President Trump. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for, uh, the, for Governor DeSantis, and we thank you for uh, other leaders who share uh, the vision, the priorities, uh, the principles, the, the style of governance, and uh, the desire to make and keep America first and to make and keep America great. Uh, We ask you, Lord, that that you bless uh, these midterm elections. Keep uh, the attention of our fellow citizens focused on winning the House, winning the Senate. Uh, And then, Lord, at the same time, uh, keep us smart, uh, knowing, as Dick Morris has said in this book, that the dynamics have changed. We cannot rely on the old assumptions of how we are to win elections. We've got to learn uh, the new rules. uh, And, Lord, may we succeed in framing our message, uh, and in turning out the vote, especially among those, Lord, who support us, but for one reason or another do not come out and vote or have not come out and vote voted in the past, just as President Trump brought out millions and tens of millions who had not indeed voted before. So let it happen again, and let us all be part of it. Let us be part of this great victory. Save our nation lord god we pray in the words that jesus taught us remembering also each other's intentions tonight our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, thanks, friends, for uh, uh, being with me uh, here tonight. Uh, Please spread the word about this program and about this new book. And we'll talk about it some more. You're in my prayers. Please be sure to connect with me on social media at frfrankpavone. Make sure you have your Truth Social account. You'll find me there as well as on Getter uh, and on the other major platforms at frfrankpavone. And uh, stay connected with Right Side Broadcasting as well at RSB Network. And we will talk to you soon. God bless.